0: It's Thursday, June 10, 2021. The Keystone XL crude oil pipeline is done. It's canceled.
1: Finally, a hard-won victory for tribes and environmentalists as massive, controversial tar sands pipeline is finally dead. Mass arrests at Line 3 pipeline protest in Minnesota. Plus, Biden's infrastructure talks with Republicans collapse and start all over again.
0: All of that? Good news and bad straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman.
1: And I'm Desi Doyen.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I would have thought Trump would be a huge fan of Bitcoin. I mean, it's a way to both hide dirty money and destroy the environment at the same time. What's not to like? Sounds about right. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, so the 13-year dream of a massive 1,200-mile pipeline to ship 830,000 barrels of dirty tar sands oil each day from Alberta, Canada to refineries in Texas for shipping overseas amid catastrophically dangerous global warming due to the burning of fossil
1: fuels is now, what, officially canceled? Oh my, yes, it is. The on-again, off-again, zombie-like Keystone XL pipeline has been officially nixed by its own Canadian developer, TC Energy, after the Biden administration declined to renew its cross-border permit.
0: Are you sure it's dead? Is it really dead this time? Because I've heard time and time again this thing is dead, and then it comes back to life like Freddy Krueger.
1: <laughs> yes, it appears to be really dead. It had originally been canceled by President Obama, then revived by President Trump. This marks a big victory for environmental groups, tribes, and landowners across the route who fought for more than 13 years to stop the project, arguing that the dirty tar sands oil it would carry posed an unacceptable risk to drinking water supplies and the environment and would worsen the climate crisis. TC Energy, formerly TransCanada, said that it would coordinate with regulators, stakeholders, and indigenous groups to ensure a safe exit from the project.
0: And if there's anything I associate with TC Energy, it's safe. Safety.
1: Meanwhile, in Minnesota this week, police arrested hundreds of protesters blocking construction on the controversial Line 3 pipeline, owned and operated by spill-plagued pipeline company Enbridge. Like the Keystone XL, Line 3 would transport heavy tar sands oil from Canada into the U.S. Native American tribes and environmental groups argue the pipeline isn't needed. It threatens hundreds of miles of the state's delicate watersheds and drinking supplies, violates tribal sovereignty, and contributes to man-made global warming. In Operation Line 3 Pipeline's annual emissions are projected to be equal to 45 coal-fired power plants. Mm-hmm. In Washington, President Joe Biden has ended lengthy negotiations with West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito over his infrastructure jobs proposal after Republicans refused to budge substantially on its scope and funding mechanisms. Biden now turns to negotiating with a different group of both Democrats and Republicans, but but as Brad has noted in a recent broadcast, Republican Senator Roy Blunt kind of gave away the game on Meet the Press, letting slip that Republicans have no intention of voting for any Biden infrastructure jobs package because they're planning to run against it in the crucial 2022 midterm elections. The Biden agenda is an agenda that uh,
0: Republicans are going to be talking about, defining themselves okay. based on our differences on things like what is infrastructure. Yes, of course. If they're going to be running on what is infrastructure in 2022, I kind of doubt they're going to pass an infrastructure bill in 2021.
1: As we go to air, President Biden is on the first foreign trip of his presidency, joining the G7 summit of the world's seven largest economies. Last month, those G7 countries, the UK, US, Canada, Italy, France, Germany, and Japan, all committed to ending financing of new coal power plants around the world, part of their pledge to cut greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous man-made climate change. However, a new analysis finds that in the last year, those same G7 countries committed $50 billion more to new fossil fuel projects Mm. than to clean energy projects, Mm. spending just $150 billion on clean energy versus nearly $200 billion to finance oil, coal, and gas development. Not good. But some good news. The Biden administration has begun the legal process to repeal a Trump-era rule that ended federal protections for hundreds of thousands of small streams, wetlands, and waterways that provide drinking water for millions of Americans. The Trump rollback would have opened up the waterways to pollution from development, industry, and agriculture. And finally, Maine has become the first state legislature in the United States to pass a fossil fuel divestment bill, directing its $17 billion pension fund and state treasury to divest from coal, oil, and gas investments. It is a major victory for climate justice groups.
0: We'll take all of the victories we can get, especially the end of the Keystone XL pipeline. <laughs> Indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.